going right now. You sure? Is this like the outtakes that they always do for people? <laughs> like, to, well, I can't promote another program on here because I feel like that's just like cheap promotions. That's a part of life. We're trying to work through some audio issues. So yeah, if you're, yeah, so if you're in your car or listening to it through your headphones or maybe listening to the sound, soft sound of my voice as you are having sex this morning, um, you are listening to Throw Champagne with Thomas Massaquai, executive produced by Tyler Legali and music by Chris Wagner. My first in-studio guest today is the youngest member and the newest member of my tribe because I believe um, the way that I move through life, I have a tribe. And he is the youngest member of my tribe, and this is Mr. Josh Thornton. Can we call you Josh Thornton? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, good. okay. Because Josh is a visual artist, uh, aspiring designer, creative, and right now I would say working as a model. Is that the best yeah. way to describe what your moves are? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Okay, all right. That's good. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, he's moving the mic away from me because I'm too intense. <laughs> First of all, let me know so I can like... <laughs> push the mic myself but that's the behind the scenes thing you're getting you're getting a little in the red really yeah mm. okay i don't think you leaned forward the last few times i don't i feel like i have a i have a heavy baritone of a voice but that's a that's <laughs> that's powerful that's what they that's what they say yes yes but um so we've known each other for how long now? How, how long have we known each other, Josh? We met in October, right? Of 20... 2021? Yeah. I'd say that's maybe August, maybe. Because yeah, maybe more like August. More like August. More like August. Yeah, we met in August. And then, uh, like I said, I, the first time I met you, I thought you were shorter yeah, than... Apparently. W- apparently than what you were. Yeah. And then you came in, I was just like, oh, you're taller than, than you are. Than I thought you were. Yes. Right, right. Mm. So then we did a couple of shots because I do photography. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hmm. I was like, this this guy could actually do some modeling. And then he was like, okay. Right. Yeah. Because you didn't think you didn't think I was serious yeah. about it. I was just working at Amazon at the time. And like Thomas hit me up and was like, you want some pictures? And I was like, why not? Yeah. And then we move to a few months later, you get signed to a respectable agency uh, in New York City. Uh, shout out to Katie. She's going to love that plug yeah, right there. Shout out to Katie. To Katie at JAG. And then uh, since then, you've walked New York Fashion Week, and then you've already done like one national campaign for a brand. We don't want to plug them because they're not my sponsors <laughs> yet. Uh, but you've already done that. And then you have some other things cooking. But uh, so... What do you really have cooking? Your creative aspects right now. Um, so I'm working on pieces to get into a gallery because I really want to get my art. I want to come, I would say I want to come up more so as an artist than anything. And then, so I'm working on art pieces. I'm trying to finish a collection of five and I'm going to just call it Distorted Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my brand name as well. And it's kind of that that's just more so it's it's about me kind of moving through life and just like experiencing what I've been experiencing 
these past few years kind of growing up and coming into my own, uh, trying, (laughs) trying drugs, um, trying, hanging out with the homies, skateboarding, being around the town, whatever, running around. Yeah. Um, it's kind of encapsulating that. Um, so we'll try to get that collection done, sold, hopefully sell some pieces, make some commission money, hopefully work towards getting to a gallery and then, um, distorted youth. I'm working on a few new t-shirts um, for trunk shows and things of that sort. And then um, I'm starting, my great friend, Cress Patrick, um, is helping me come up with a pattern for a jacket. But that's for the future. That's that's for the long haul. Mm-hmm. For the good, the good, good brand. <laughs> so you have a lot of plans cooking right now yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Okay, Most all right. Definitely. You got a laundry list of, of things you want to accomplish and get knocked out. Um, that's respectable, you know. There, I do know that being a part of Gen Z, everybody has like mm-hmm. a lot of things happen. But then there's a lot of things that people are dealing with within their personal lives too. Right. So, right. and for the most part, you know, your life was completely different before, yeah. you know, we both yeah, crossed paths. Yeah. yeah, it was, you know, you were heading in a different direction right, and then right. things just literally got turned upside yeah. down and then yeah. now you're, you know, probably going to be living in New York later on mm-hmm. this year at some point. Yeah. Shout out to, you know, everyone involved. Everyone involved and stuff like that. So, and you you know, continuing to make moves for yourself. Right. So that's pretty dope with that. Um, outside of stuff and outside of like um, the the modeling and things, what do you enjoy doing in your downtime? Um, I would say it's kind of, I think it's a basic answer, but I enjoy being outside, whether it's like skateboarding, being in the park, I love to be outside and meditate and just it's I think the energy outside is a lot stronger than inside mm-hmm. and it's a lot more healing to your body and to your soul and it's I get most of my inspiration I feel from being outside and being around nature mm-hmm. and being with my friends and all of that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, but I would say yeah being outside skating um, definitely art just with my that's that's a big connect with my family like that's my main connection with my dad is through art. Mm-hmm. Um, spirituality, I would say, through my that's me and my mom's connect right That's there. definitely his mom because yeah. I've met his mom. Yeah, she is very into that. Shout out to Miss Alec. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to Kristen. Yes, she's a. Uh, I, I guess you could say she she's a guru focused on like energy and things yeah. along those lines. I'll probably have her on at some point too as well. She has yeah. a podcast. Do you know your mom's podcast name? Yeah, it's Four Girls in a Van. Okay, we can pop her and plug her because she's a cool that. lady. She's a cool lady. So we're going to keep that in the mix too as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we plugged your madre. We did. Because your mom's a cool lady. Mm-hmm. Um, a spiritual queen. Spiritual queen. You know, I think she would have been a great person for me to have maybe in my younger days because I was definitely about that life. I was a kid that um, some people would consider a little too rambunctious. I just feel like I was misunderstood. Uh, I was. I feel like I was misunderstood. I, you know, um, got popped a few times in uh, junior high for what I believe 
to be causes of miscommunication, but yes. what other people may say um, was either violence or inciting a riot. We will mm-hmm. touch on that um, either today or another time. Like, we'll <laughs> another go into it. Yeah, another time. No, we can go into it now. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, in junior high, I, I, I caught a ticket for assault against uh, another classmate. You know, it doesn't. it's not as serious as what people think it is. I was just, we were all doing wrestling moves, yep. and the kid caught some hands. He did. And he waited a few days, and then he decided to report it to the officer, and then at that point I was sitting in an office, and then I was mm. in ISS, which is in school suspension. I got a ticket. My mom thought my life was over. <laughs> she was like, we need a, the other kid's parents were like, the kid's a bitch. I looked up what the yeah, kid... Yeah, he sounds like a bitch. I mean, listen, I'm not... And an op. Yeah. So... But the truth is, is that I, I I looked up because, you know, the internet's a very, 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 very funny thing. I looked up to where that guy was up, like, maybe 12, 13 years ago, and he was dressed up in a Jedi-type outfit, so... That's his life, and yeah. I hope that, you know, the Force is still with him, mm. wherever he's at. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I hope I hope that's where it's at. Yeah, so, man. I mean, but I think people uh, sometimes, you know, get confusion on some things, and uh, it causes, you know, I guess sometimes misfortune. But I had some dry-ass haters in here. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. I had some dry-ass haters in <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have them on the podcast. Yes. Uh, but they definitely gave me a headache at times. And uh, we're not going to dedicate any more minutes or seconds to them. We're done with them. Yeah. But, you know, now you're in almost what? You're almost over the age of 20. Can we say your age? Um, oh. Yeah, I'm 19, about to be 20 in August. In August. So you're a Virgo. Yep. Shout out to the people that hate astrology. I'm telling you this right now. He's a Virgo. I'm an Aries and Tyler's a Capricorn. So. You know. I think that, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. I feel like the day-to-day astrology things, Mm -hmm. like, I don't relate to that. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm on a cusp, apparently. Like, I'm like a Leo-Virgo cusp. Mm. I don't know what all that means. Mm. Anyways. I think the basic general like characteristics of people mm-hmm. are accurate, but I don't know about the day to day. You know, somebody told me the other time that uh, the only people obsessed with astrology are girls and guys in the LGBTQ community. It is what it is. I'm not going to neither confirm nor deny that, uh, but I will say there is some in. My personal experience, I have mm. seen some consistency with some of that energy space sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's an end all be all. But I do know the people that hate astrology are literally like fast forward through this shit. But we're not. We're gonna keep talking about it. No. <laughs> For the whole time. For the whole damn time. Because you it's wanna an know astrology podcast. It's a, it's it's a, you it know change the name. It's a general discussion. You can talk or switch it up whenever you want to. But if people want to talk about astrology, you know, people go on dates and I've talked to friends about like their first dates or dates that they've been on and one of my friends, he's a Gemini. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's a Gemini, <laughs> but he will sit there and he will all shout out to uh 
Logan. I'll say his name. I think he'll be cool with me saying his name. But shout out to Logan. Uh, he will sit there and say, uh, I can't stand when girls bring up my sign. Or they'll sit there and say, oh, well, that's what Gemini's do. And he'll automatically be like, I'm done with them. I'm not I'm not going to listen to them. I'm not going to date them anymore. Yeah. And uh, I find that interesting. There are some things that I know for a fact that if I'm on a first date with someone. Right. And I know that they're either mentioning, saying, or doing things. I'm like, this is not, this is a non-starter. This is not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, just like I spoke about last time when I walk into somebody's house, I look at their kitchen, I look at their bathroom, (laughs) and I look at their floor to see where they're at. If I'm going on a date, first thing I'm going to look at with somebody is their hands. Because, listen, I'm just going to say it. If you got dirty fingernails, it means you don't wash your hands. Right. Which means that there's other things that may not be as clean. Mm. Now, I do understand there are people that are day laborers that work in the field and do other things like that. Um, but there are some things that I will be sitting around when I'm on a date with somebody and I'm looking and I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, this ain't going to go anywhere. What about you? What are some things that you look at? Um, whew. You know what? Something that irks me is like, it's it's a weird thing. It's how you tie your shoes. Because mm. it's like, it's always been something weird. It's like if a girl ties her shoes, like just is yanking on them and mm. it's all crunched up and bunched up. Yeah. I'm like, okay, she's too intense for me. Mm. She need to loosen up. And I think... That it's cut. This is all right. Going. Let's go back to uh, uh, astrology real quick. Yeah. Um. We're not done with it. <laughs> Sorry. Um. But I think it's cutthroat to ask what's your sign, because it's like if a girl asks you that, you know she's like ready for. Because what if it's like okay, your sign don't work. Is the whole date over? <laughs> Some people, yeah, <laughs> they, they 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 do do that. It's over know? with. Or when people want to mention like exes or. You oh, know, talking about X, yeah. Yeah, like, That's I'm, no good. I, I, listen, I'm the type of person, I'm too grown for it. I'm not, I don't need to know your number. I don't need to know, as long as you don't embarrass me, right. as long as you don't uh, put me in a room with people, you know, but I do listen. A friend of mine, he was making fun of me because he said I listen like a parent. That mm-hmm. I literally, and I do, I listen like a parent. I will literally backlog the things that you say. So, I watch and I listen. And I know this for a fact. Some people always, especially I've gone on dates where people will say, oh, this person's just a friend. Right. And I'm like, are you guys really friends though? Yeah. Just friends? Analytical. It, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. just like, not everybody is just your friend. Right. And so. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that. And I, mm-hmm. like when people, I don't like when people gossip because you know. Like if 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 people are talking shit the mm-hmm. whole time mm-hmm. that y'all are talking, you know that they're gonna go home and do the same thing about you. True. And also, like, uh, it's just it's it's so it's kind of it's a turn off. I feel like mm. it just shows that you're like insecure if you have to talk about other people the whole time mm. that y'all are trying to have a conversation. And you know what? I'm okay with the fact if you want because I understand venting. Yes. There's an. To an extent. And I also understand if you want to unpack maybe some of your shortcomings. Mm. I'm cool with that, too. I feel like people have to figure those things out right. uh, as they're, you know, that's why you date. You date to to either fuck or you date to find the right person. 
Um, again, we curse on this podcast because we are all adults here. This is not your mama's podcast. So if you're looking for that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of safeguards that are available to people that are not trying to hear people curse while their children are in the car. But again, I just mm. said the word fuck. <laughs> so people it's date um, to either find someone to fuck or to find someone to marry. Yep. And I think in many situations when you're when you're dating, especially now, um, because the, the facts are people aren't getting as many committed relationships. People aren't um, deciding to get married or have babies. And it's for a, a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm okay with if somebody wants to tell me maybe some of their shortcomings in the beginning. But if you want to dr- drop everything on me. That's too much. You know, it's just like, hmm, what are we going to do? What are we going to do down the road? Because in my opinion, I feel like I, I still, even if, I, if I'm if i into you, my goal is to find someone that we can like do dope shit for the long haul. And I right. want to be five years in and I'm still learning things about you. If I know, right, right. If I know everything <laughs> that it is about you or, I'm, or you're so predictable yeah. to me, things probably won't last right. long term. I feel like, you know, I have to have some little bits of like new information about people especially i think any person whether it's a a potential partner Mm -hmm. or friends um uh, business people so i'm not saying that you should uh, be on some fuck shit what i am saying though is that i should like keep the mystery yeah keep a little bit of mystery you know what i mean but not so much that you want some conniving shit just you know Bless me with some some random facts. Right. I didn't know you ran with the bulls one time. That kind of <laughs> shit. Not the fact that you did money laundering like when you were a few right. years, you know, unless, you know. I mean, that weird. would be good to know. <laughs> that would be good to know. That would be good to know in case we get pulled over or something like that. But, you know, I think for a lot of people with dating, especially now uh, in 2022, that's the year that we're in right now, 2022, um, it tends to be a, a marathon of, of different things. Uh, I think everybody's um, uh, inquiries into each other's lives are also quite interesting, too, as well. Mm. I think some people get sensitive about certain things. Are you laughing because... <laughs> you laugh because we, I we had a situation. We had a situation. We're not going to air people out yeah, on this podcast. We ain't going to do all that. We ain't going to do all that. I think you. I think that'd be more like the shade room, and that ain't that. That's not what we do on throw champagne. The throw shade. Yeah, we don't throw shade. Somebody <laughs> did ask me that. Are you going to be throwing shade on this podcast? I said, I don't throw shade. Not directly, at least. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not directly. Mm, some people say I throw shade, and I don't. I feel like I just list facts. I list your car facts. I list your car facts. Yeah. I mean, you know, we... Listen, I feel like I'm that ride at the theme park that some people will literally try to say, you know what? I want to take on that big ride. So they'll try to buck up their chest. They will try to say certain things. They will try to do certain things thinking, you know what? He won't give me a run for my money. And I'm like, oh, you the fool. He will. Because I he will, folks. Because there's a saying, <laughs> you come looking for me, you will always find me. And I am that person you will always find. So it is one of those things that is kind of interesting or fascinating to see, like, 
how people move differently and how they engage things differently. But no, this is definitely not a podcast where I try to throw shade at people, even though I did kind of throw shade at the guy that uh, hit me for assault when we were in junior yeah. high. Star Wars, Star Wars, kid. Star Wars kid. But I'm not really into Star Wars. So. Right, but you hope that the Force is still with him. Like, I do hope the Force is still with him. That's kind of a blessing. You know, at the end of the day, sending him love <laughs> and healing. Yes energy love and healing energy because right. you know maybe one day we'll have him on here i don't know if we could find him but uh that would be interesting he might be busy because he honestly he may not even remember it he may not even right. remember it people can literally remove themselves so far from a situation or a memory or a moment that they're like oh yeah that did happen and somebody's like no that really did happen so you know such is life right. such is life so for you what are some things you're looking forward to this year for yourself? Ooh. Okay. I love that question. I've been thinking about that. Mm. Um, let's see. If All right. So the modeling thing, it's going pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, we're a few months in. We yeah. got to go to New York. Got to go to LA. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'll be... I would love to go to Paris this year. Mm. Uh, some, something Europe... In general, I would love to go to Europe this year. If I can make that happen, that would be, I would be happy with that for this year. But I would love to, let's say, go to Europe as far as the modeling. Um, artistically, I would like to, I would like to strive to try to get into a gallery. Mm -hmm. um, wow, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. <laughs> I would like to move to New York as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and maybe. So for the brand, maybe try to get one more musician that I fuck with in the clothes. That would be nice, too. Because mm -hmm. I have one. Shout out to Dreamer Boy Blue in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Or Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. It's still Tennessee, though. Yeah, it is. Where, is we it, technically right, yeah. Yeah, we're technically right. Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would like that a lot, yeah. It's going to be a big year, for sure. Do you expect the year going this route for you last year no right no not at all i'm glad it did it's it's so weird because i always knew that i wanted to go to new york like i was like i'll be in new york like one to two years out of high school mm -hmm. like i knew that probably from like seventh or eighth grade that i wanted to be in new york and i just never knew how mm. but i was also i was like i think i was a late later bloomer so i never knew i was going to be tall mm -hmm. or anything so i was like modeling's not even an option for me mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to figure out another route mm -hmm. so i was just stacking bread at amazon mm -hmm. kid has style you know he has <laughs> style he has a good set of hair people say he has a good smile too because you can't see the you can't see how he looks but you can check out his instagram as, as well it's what what is it again um it's josh thornton mm -hmm. And it has two ends. Two ends, yes, yes. You will see a sort of a psychedelic profile photo on him. That's actually of some him. sort <laughs> of some sort, but that is him. Wait, wait, pause. It's Josh Thornton, two H's, two H's. And so it's J O S H H Thornton. Not two ends. Not two ends. Two H's. Yep. Boom. Got it. Don't forget it. Don't don't forget <laughs> it. Don't forget it because there's a lot of stuff happening for him right now. And like you said, you didn't have this next year. Really, you didn't see it on your calendar. Right. You didn't see it built out like yeah. this. So it was like a happy interruption for yourself. It was. Um, how are your friends responding to it? How are they going through with a lot of it? Because it seems as though you're probably the first one out the gate to really right. like right. not make moves, but... 
um, I guess, kind of... Like, kind of have the vision, like... Or manifest yeah, a lot right. of things that you were looking to make happen for right. yourself. So how's that been with that? Um, it's been really good. It's kind of put me in a... I'm not, I don't want to say, like, I'm, like, feel like a leader or anything, mm-hmm. but it's been nice because they, they have gotten a lot of inspiration from me and have been speaking positivity into my life and just saying that seeing me work so hard makes them want to work hard and chase their stuff and not not only by just working but also kind of more so like the spiritual aspect of that and like taking into consideration that their thoughts mm-hmm. manifest their reality and how they act and how their energy is and how they treat everyone and everything around them impacts them and comes back to them so it's nice to kind of it's kind of nice to lead by example mm-hmm. and just show that like you really can mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying yeah. like your mind is as powerful mm-hmm. as you would think it is yeah because i mean like you said you're you're 19 it's yeah. not like I'm, i haven't touched 19 in a few years so we'll just <laughs> say that but it is one of those things you know i think uh because i'm a millennial mm-hmm. you're in gen z uh it is a different thing of where we both have different generational influences right. but they still blur together mm-hmm. i think that's why we work yeah. well together yeah. at the same time um but it is cool that you kind of been able to like you said build something for yourself and you are so cultivating for yourself and that a lot of the people around you are also really supportive you said your right. family saw this for you too as mm-hmm. well and yeah they did you said your mom was crying for you <laughs> your mom was crying <laughs> she for you was. you know what i mean always <laughs> you know and i mean yeah it is one of those things is that for you to come from a uh, I would say, I mean, is this a, are we a city? Are we a suburb? <sighs> it's still being yeah. debated. But, you know, for you to get to a point of where you're able to get a certain level of exposure, right? network, mm-hmm. things along those lines, that's something that I feel like a lot of people um, want to manifest for right. themselves right. and see and see what happens and now to be honest to also the fact that you feel like things are attainable for you now yeah you know where you're like you know the thought that i can move to new york mm-hmm. i can go to europe right, I can, right you know get a bigger bag you know in terms of the opportunities rather than doing hypotheticals mm-hmm. now it's a it's reality, becoming a reality. reality yeah it is do you feel like the the fact that a lot of these things that were hypotheticals for you mm-hmm. that have manifested to realities have made you want to go harder now? Most definitely. It's just showing that it's real, you know? Um, definitely. It's, it's, in, it's, and that's like the thing too is that it, it's inspiring everyone around me as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always kind of hear about it. I feel like celebrities talk about it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you can, Kind of like you know, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. classic, like if you can, if you can dream yeah, or whatever, you can you can yeah, see yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, there's something to that, and it's definitely it definitely shows that it is attainable, and that it's a lot of work. Because I I think that that's like another thing is that it's a lot of work to like get to that place, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's because working on yourself is kind of the hardest thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like I don't know if that's been said before like if that's but i think that that's so true is that it all comes from within you Mm -hmm. so it's true how you work the further you go the more you start to realize like how you 
you start to see a, a larger reflection right. of how you're going to walk through certain situations. Mm. In terms of your art, um, based on what I've seen, yeah. it's, it's heavily influenced by, you know, I'd say street culture, yeah. art culture, just in my experience. Mm-hmm. Street culture, art culture, but then also the, 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 I guess you could say the overwhelming eclectic vibe of what it is to be Gen Z right now with your yeah. visual art and stuff. Um, my advice was, is that I feel like your target audience is, is Gen Z and then everybody else after that are people that are looking to either be connected, influenced, right. looking to seem in favor <laughs> of them too as well. But, um... I will say that a lot of people that are within your generation are also checking out podcasts too. So what would you say if they are checking out your art um, would be the first thing that you would want to draw them to your visual art, your clothing, um, Mm. the other things you're cooking. What is the first thing that you're like, Hey, if you really want to see how I'm rolling or I'm fucking with, check this out. Whew. I would say definitely my visual art. I think that I think that's the strongest of like what I'm really trying to push and mm-hmm. show because the uh, fashion takes time, you mm-hmm. know, like developing the skills and shout, shout out to Chris Patrick again. Like he's really showing me a lot on how to pattern, like pattern making is insanely hard. And I decided to not go to school cause that's just not my route. Um, and so I'm, I'm very grateful to be learning from somebody as talented and as driven as he is. Looking to have him on here at some point. Too right, as well. right, so, for yeah. sure. I'm that crazy. Really uh, nice guy. He is, yeah. But, yeah, I would say definitely my art because it kind of, first of all, shows like I, I draw a character a certain type of way. And that's very, like, evident in most of my art. And it's going to, it spreads throughout everything that I do. Like, it spreads through the fashion as well. Like that's gonna be a big part of the fashion line of like everything that I do with fashion is very, it's very playful, childlike, kind of like coming of age mm-hmm. sort of art style. But yeah. That's what's up, that's what's up. Well, all those things look pretty dope and it seems like it's coming together for you. Um, are we still good on time or are we running? How much, how deep are we into this? Uh, officially 30 minutes. We're oh. 30 minutes. Wow, all together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Wow. We normally say we're going for like 40 minutes, I guess, yeah. sometimes. 40 right. minutes. We like usually a, do 45 to an hour. 45 minutes to an hour. I feel like it's one of those things where you're, when you're talking about shows, we break down the third wall. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's sometimes necessary because... They know what the fuck we're doing right now. They know, right. obviously, it's not right. like we're... I mean, it, you know, it's like if I'm doing a cooking show mm-hmm. and I'm baking bread... And I'm trying to figure out what else I need. It would, and you're looking at, and obviously people are watching me on the cooking show. I would like for them to say, you know, right now, I just can't fucking find my resources. I can't find this. And like, can we have a? Where's the garlic? Yeah, and you're like, like, where's can the, I have, garlic? Where's the garlic? I was, I was, I was like, well, can I have a personal assistant come out real quick and get this for me? Thank you so much. Thank you. This is really, really cool. Rather than like people saying like, let's make sure it's so polished. That's one thing I will say as an artist right now. Yeah. Um, in the, even because I've pretty much taken more of a backseat to a lot of my art being out there is that I do miss the fact of things being not as polished. Mm. I feel like, and I'm talking about 
um, unintentionally not as polished. I think people overwhelmingly now with art are trying to intentionally make sure it's not polished mm. to kind of give it this this uh, ambient like fake yeah. fake grunginess fake grunginess yeah. and if you are about that life I get it I applaud you right. kudos um, but I still it's still sometimes to me of where I feel like so many people are in a space of where they're intentionally trying to be something rather mm-hmm. than just being something right and it can at times make things a little muddy for the work. Yeah. I mean, no, that's that's what the truth is. I mean, I've been spoon fed. I've been doing art since ninety eight, right. and I've seen on a personal level the different waves. Seeing mm-hmm. art go from a traditional craftsman type vibe to yeah. like mostly overwhelmingly digital now yeah where for sure everything uh <laughs> nfts is rel- yeah everything's <laughs> reliant on on digital um influence and it's interesting to see where that is going to lead down the yeah. road yeah. for so many of the newer creatives i think it's also especially if you're somebody that has been out and working you can definitely tell the generations that people come up in in terms mm-hmm. of their creative work you can tell the influences yeah that they have um i think right now what's really hot is that i think people are really leaning into late 90s early 2000s culture but that's also because that's right. what y'all grew up around we right. li- i lived through that shit right and i'm like when people are like i love baggy jeans i'm like do y'all really like baggy jeans oh, we i mean, love baggy jeans y'all love here. i mean i'm like and like mom jeans and stuff like that i was like only if y'all knew but then on the flip side i'm thinking as a business person oh this would have been making me a lot of money now if i would have held on to my shit mm-hmm. yeah if i would have held on to my that's Air what Fo- that's fashion man that i mean it always comes back around if i would have held on to my air force i'm telling you i was sitting there crying in the shower the other day when I sat there and I thought to myself, I said, hmm, if I would have just held on to my clean ass white Air Force right. Ones that people used to high side me on. I still have my old school Chucks from 1999, but they're not worth anything. <laughs> Shout out to Converse Chuck Taylors. But my old Air Force Ones, right. <laughs> there were some juggernauts, bro. I'll tell you this right now. Original Air Force Ones, ugh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but... Alas, I threw out all my clothes when uh, I thought they weren't cute anymore. I was just like, I can't. You need a vault. I need a what? (laughs) You need a vault. I think everybody needs a vault because things just kind of recycle themselves over and over again. But I will say, like, as a person, my own personal fashion has evolved, like, over the years. I think my, I'd say my, and people can hate if they want, but I'd say my (laughs) similar person in fashion that I would say we 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 vibe with. Yeah. I'd say is Rihanna. She does high and low fashion really, really well. So she can do something real bougie, right. but then she can do something that will walk her into a McDonald's or a KFC <laughs> and still look bad as fuck. And I love it. I love it. And I feel like I go in some of that same route. Right. You know um, how to dress for the occasion. For you know how to dress for the occasion. So like when I first 
graduated, I was like, oh, we're going to do some suit and tie stuff. So I was really pushing that. It was like suits everywhere, ties everywhere. And the older I get, the more I realize I'm more like my fucking daddy. And I'm like, listen, we're going to keep it casual. We're going to keep, we're going to keep it chill. Right. We're going to dress comfortable, but we still got to dress dope. But don't get it twisted. I will always be ready for the occasion. Mm -hmm. What do you consider your style to be? Your personal style? Oh, man. Wow. Um, okay. Well, I've been thrifting since like, as long as I can remember, maybe sixth grade. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely changed a lot throughout the years playing. I think as far as style, I would say it's more, it's more so about silhouettes for me than like colors or certain trends or anything. Mm -hmm. I have a very certain way that I like my clothes to fit. Mm -hmm. And I re-sew like, so like for example, like I have a t-shirt brand, right? Mm -hmm. And like all of my shirts at the house are re-sewn. Mm -hmm. Even shirts that I wear that aren't my brand, I re-sew the mm -hmm. bottom hemline. Yeah. So I think, I think it's kind of like a, I do enjoy 70s cuts, mm -hmm. like as far as t-shirts and stuff, like right at that waistline with jackets too. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say maybe more, I'd say more on the cozier side. Like I, I do enjoy wearing like baggy shorts, baggy jeans, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. but I'm not scared to rock out in some like, <laughs> in some bougie, flares yeah. Yeah, yeah, or some, yeah. you know, it's just whatever I'm feeling. But I definitely, I agree with the fact that I dress for the occasion no matter what. I'd be on some disco shit. I'll be on some skater boy shit. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> and what skater like? What skater culture like for you right now? Because when I was younger, I did like BMX and stuff like that. Now I've not been in that world in right. damn near almost twenty five years. I'm not aging myself. I'm just saying twenty five <laughs> years now. Uh, but what is it like in terms? Because I feel like the fashion industry has been hugely influenced oh, yes. by skater culture. Yeah, most definitely. Um, it's kind of, I feel like it is what it, what it always has been, you know? It's just, I don't, I don't think that skaters intentionally try to influence fashion, mm -hmm. but they end up doing it because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like a bunch of cool kind of looking kids hanging out at a park, like skating, doing mm -hmm. dope shit, like mm -hmm. being present in the moment. Um, yeah, I think skate culture is kind of like just really hanging out with the homies, enjoying your day, enjoying the sunshine, you know, taking some hard-ass falls, getting up, you know, uh, talking to some funny-ass homeless people. Yeah. You know, like, just living, I feel like. Do you find yourself, now that you're modeling, not taking as many, like, trick risks? Because you're like, fuck, I can't mess up my face. I can't Dude. mess up my arm. I can't mess up my legs. I can't do this. I mean, I feel like that's... Yes. Kind of, I feel like, I feel like yeah. that's... That would be like, you're like, because that's where your bag comes from. Because yeah. you can get a call at any time. Yeah. And you like... It's kind of upsetting. Mm. You're, like, you're like, I can't do this. You can't, yeah. run, you can't run into me, bro. Yeah. You can't run into me. Seriously. I did start looking for, like... There's something about it. It's like, I don't want to wear pads. Like, nobody wants to wear pads. But I have started looking for, like, I might get, like, little basketball sleeves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, to put on my knees. Because mm -hmm. it's always my knees that get messed up. Mm. And I'm like, them, like they're already they're already pretty fucked up from playing soccer for so many years. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
I gotta relax on that. You gotta relax. I mean, you're still young. Yeah. You don't want to be that person that's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. You hit, you kiss thirty, and you're like, damn, I gotta, I gotta. There goes my knee again. There goes my knee again. Listen, I have a few friends right. that are like, like, yeah, you know, I'm just uh, whether to put a uh, uh, bomb on their knees and stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh yeah, y'all. Old. Yeah, I already old. put CBD balm on my knees. Really? Like, oh yes. man, I can't be doing. You too. On your hands? My my hand uh, hurts sometimes. The, just the tendons. Right. CBD straight to it. It works, man. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not at that level yet. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I mean I've I've I got into a couple of dance battles that I didn't hurt myself in, but <laughs> I did hurt myself in. But I haven't some like, death drops or what is it? Death drops, <laughs> man. Yeah, I want to. My goal of, in life is to see Thomas death drop. I mean, I'm retired from death. I mean, but people, my friends have seen me in, in a few dance battles. I ain't no punk. I, I'm, I'm not no punk. People will try me in the club, and I will always respond. And I normally always have tricks up my sleeve. I've had a few finishers. I have the spotlight move. That's the one that I normally do. Where um, I can't say too much because I feel like people will be like trying to. You can't give away. I can't give away the spotlight. Yeah, I can't yeah, give away yeah. the you spotlight. See it in you gotta see the spotlight. You know, I have I've, I've busted out fans when people weren't expecting fans to be on me. I've had capes on me. And you know he's got the glasses. I always have glasses. Don't even play about it's the like glasses. it's like it's always something that I'm ready for. And then the one that always gets me is when people try to do the battle royale, and I'm like, I can't. I can't handle this right now. I just, I just knocked this person out. And I remember one time I was at this dance club and this girl, she, I, I could tell she was from Brooklyn because she, because <laughs> I, I knocked out all these other people. And I just look and I just see her. She's on the other side and she just starts stomping down the dance floor. And I was just like, uh, this is going to not, this I was like, I got to get another, Uh-oh. another leg of energy, <laughs> another leg of energy. And I death dropped in her ass. Dang. Oh, I've seen you turn somebody away. Yes. We were at It'll Do, and you knocked a couple out, and someone stepped on, and you just <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, listen, I'm a man of a certain age. The shoe-shoe. The shoe, I've shoe-shoed people. I've been, listen, I've been at bars, and girls have grabbed my hats, dragged my jackets, and I've literally been like, no, no, no. No, no. No, no, no. I shake my finger, I'm like, no, no, no. And they always seem so... Mm upset at the situation <laughs> distraught distraught but um that goes back to our sexy discount chronicles uh moments and sometimes we get drinks from people i'll take it i'll right. take it i mean i think i didn't we tell the story did i tell oh, yeah, we, we we had a whole half of the show yeah but i said i think i, did I tell you that story why we you were with me somebody bought me a drink and i told them it was so nice to meet them and then yes oh i did i tell that story all the time oh well that was halloween that was Halloween, like years ago, years ago. If you didn't hear that, maybe I did talk about that. But fuck it, let's talk about it now because I think it maybe we have time, right? We have we're, like we're coming up on forty-five minutes. Okay, the story's only gonna be two minutes. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. and then, then then we're gonna. So we're at a bar, and this person comes up, and they're like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And I'm like, "Sure." So then Tyler's like standing right next to me, and the guy goes. Hey, is are y'all together? And I'm like, no, we're not together. And he goes, okay. He's like, well, I'm gonna buy you a drink. And I said, okay. So he buys me a drink. Right. And then I look at it and I'm like, thank you so much for the drink. It was so nice to meet you. We're gonna go out on the <laughs> patio now. And Tyler was just like, 
did you just like just take the drink and you just said it was so nice to meet you working on the patio now and i was like you do that move i love that move and i was just it was so nice to meet you. you it was so nice to meet you and then i was just like yeah i was like yeah i was like i didn't owe this person anything after that right. i told them thank you i got the drink and then we left i was like that's what it is and he's and tyler said after that he's like after seeing that he's like i now understand that He's like, if I buy a girl a drink, she doesn't, she really doesn't right. owe me anything, she you know? Doesn't. And I was just like, but it's true. I was just like, you take the drink and you move on from it. So here's words of advice to everyone. If you are at a bar and you really want to get to know someone, depending on how sloth <laughs> you are with alcohol, use caution, use your words. And if you have a friend that's very social, send them in first because they'll know how to take down the dragons that are in that person's crew. And on that note, you were listening to Throw Champagne <laughs> yeah. with, with Thomas Massaquai, executive produced by Tyler Golly, and music by Chris Wagner with special guests today, Justin Thornton. Justin, could you please plug? Justin. Justin. <laughs> Justin, Josh. Damn it, man. You know, I did that so smooth. That's so fun. I never it was called you very close. I never called you Justin. JT. I've ne never called Justin you Justin. Bieber, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking for that for. I don't know. I, I damn it. Damn Josh it. Thornton with two H's on Instagram. I feel so bad <laughs> because I've never called him Justin. I've never called him that. We're gonna maybe I was feeling myself in that moment. That's what they call when you're really smelling yourself yeah. and it's fucked up. We're gonna try this again. And for all you listeners, again, thank you. For listening to Throw Champagne with Thomas Massaquai, executive produced by Tyler Lagali, music by Chris Wagner, and special guest Josh Thornton. Yes, sir. Thank Josh, you for having me, man. Please plug them to your social media. Yeah, it's uh, Josh Thornton on Instagram, J O S H, two H's, and then Thornton. Tap in. We're doing big things this year. It's going to be good. <laughs> be good. I can't believe I called it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you.